Hey everybody, this is Amaryllis. And this is Kim. And it's about that time when there's a new season of 90 Day Fiance. This time we're looking at the other way. And uh, I am so excited to talk about this. How about you, Kim? Oh, super thrilled. This is culture clash at its finest. And it's, it's fantastic television. So maybe we should explain to our listeners, just in case they're new to the 90 Day Universe. Yes, there's thousands what, of them, you know, thousands and thousands. Yes, yes. So for th- those that are new, the other way is when the American goes to the country of their uh, loved one to live, uh, supposedly forever. And I guess most of them are engaged already or quickly become that way and get married and live in another culture. So, yes, it's a lot to ask of anybody. In it the same really way, is. it's a lot to ask of somebody to come over here. Uh, it's something else. So, you're ready to jump in? Ready. All right. Now, uh, as is the case with almost every version of 90 Day Fiance, they did not introduce us to every single couple. Uh, we still have, I think, three couples left to meet. I think. I, I think so. Yeah. So, because, I, I, yeah. Uh, in any case, so this will just be the start of it, and then we'll just keep going every week. Let's talk about Yasin and Brittany. I think that's how you say his name, Yasin. Yes, I think. Yasin. I, I want to call him Azin or Yazin because of um, Azin and yeah. Nicole from several seasons ago. Yes. Uh, it's like there's just a Y in front of his name. So I may slip and say Yazin, but as long as y'all don't tell him, uh, yes. you know, just be gracious. Be gracious. I, I had not even noticed that. And you're so right. Azin and Yazin. But it, now it will help me remember how to say his name. Yazin. Because at one point I thought it was Yazan. Well, I think Brittany, Brittany is the female uh, American here. I feel like she says Yazan sometimes too. Does she? Okay, well, Uh, we're just going to call him Yazan for now. Okay. And get corrected. It's the same as when people call me a (laughs) Marilis. I've never looked at your name and thought that, but I will now. Or if I called you Kimberly. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. That would be great. So flattering. Okay, so Yasin is from Jordan, and Brittany's from Florida, I think. Is that right? Yes. She's from yes. Miami. Oh, and I think it's Palm Beach. Palm Beach. Okay, okay. I'm going to tell you, if there it has ever been anybody that does not need to go to a conservative Muslim country, it is Brittany. Agree. She is about to be in for a heck of a surprise i mean a rude like the definition of rude awakening is yes is in jordan waiting for her because gosh he said she's not interested in converting to islam uh and at yazan tried to paint this beautiful picture of the culture and traditions and um i'm sure it is very special to him but she is not interested in being she said it she was like i'm not converting yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Don't even talk to me about it. I'm not doing it. She says, I listened to it, but I'm just not, I've already, I already know I'm not doing it. Which, Ooh. which of, of the many, many things that there needs to be compatibility with in marriages and relationships, 
particularly in marriage, because there will be children involved, your religious preference has got to be at the very tip top of of your requirements. Yes, I know that there are people that have made it work. I get it. I, I don't understand how that works. I, I can't imagine having to fight with my spouse about whether my child gets to get baptized or whether she can say Jesus or not say Jesus. I, I agree. I, yes. So... It- Like, it's a deal breaker, you know, when I watch these shows and they're like, well, I didn't realize. I'm like, no, no, there are a handful of things that you really just have to be 100% clear on. Uh, I think your religion, uh, if you want children, uh, you know, I believe personally that God determines the size of your family, but you need to be on the same page about if you want children at all. Yes. Um, or you'll find yourself like Michael Scott, snip, snap, snip, snap, with back-to-back vasectomies. So <laughs> a little office trivia for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. That does not mean that the other person is a bad person, that they need Mm-mm. to be proselytized, that they need to meet you where you are. It means you guys have got to be on the same page when it comes to your faith, because that is that seems like if your faith is important to you at all, that seems like it would just be an insurmountable mountain. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And we find out that that's not the only thing she hasn't told Yazan. <laughs> there is, there's the small matter of her existing marriage. <laughs> oh, she's still married. But you know what? It's okay, Amaryllis. For a minute, she forgot she was married. She forgot she was married. Did you hear that? I I heard she forgot she was married. So her ex. I don't remember. She's young, she, right? Well, she's twenty six. Okay, that's old enough to know better. Yes, um, and she said the marriage was from five years ago. He was taken by ICE, and he was <laughs> deported. What I missed is where he was from originally. Yes, um, I didn't get that either. It seems to me like I saw in a commercial it may be Haiti, but... Oh, yes, yes, it was Haiti. She said Haiti. Okay, okay. Yes. I, I couldn't remember if I heard that or just made it up in the 90-day marathon I've had in the last three days. Yes, and she said she did not know that he was uh, here illegally. He did not tell her that, and... um yeah, she forgot about him. <laughs> well, until it was her, time to get married to another guy. Well, her lawyer said if she doesn't get it straightened out, this could be bigamy, which makes things infinitely more complicated. Agreed. Now, I don't understand how that works. I would like to have a chat with that lawyer because I I don't know that marriages are, you know, the, a, a marriage you probably don't have a license in a lot of places in the world. Does you, do you just come to United States and say, for instance, baby girl, Lisa in the season that we just finished and Usman got married. Um, they did have to go get a license and she had to prove that she was divorced. But if you come to the United States, you never present that license and you just come back and say, I don't want to be married to that guy anymore. He's in Nigeria. Does it really matter? 
because it's never filed. Nothing was ever filed in the U.S. Right. It's not legal in the U.S. So yeah. So what I, is that the same for Jordan? Could she not get married in Jordan without any problems? And then listen, I'm just trying to get her from having to tell this guy that she's already been married. Because (laughs) If she can pull that off, I want to call her and say, don't tell him, keep the process going, but just don't get married in the U S until you're divorced. He doesn't have to know. It's really complicated. I don't know how she's going to get out of this because, well, and I, I, something that sort of scares me with her is she does not like to um, engage or like even talk about the hard stuff. She said, Mm -hmm. whenever he talks about her converting to Islam, she just changes the subject. So that's concerning to me that she is very quick to change the subject when it's something that makes her uncomfortable. Yes. Um, Instead of just saying, I am, I'm, I've heard you. My faith is important to me too. I'm not interested because that gives him the opportunity to say, you know, then this is not for me. And that's really the only right way to do it. She's being very selfish in, in terms of, of that. She does not want him to break up with her. And so she keeps stringing him along and it's not going to be a good day when he finds out that not only is she married, but she does not want to become Muslim. Yes. And I don't think that the Muslim culture looks favorably upon divorced women. If I'm, correct. if I'm correct, I mean, yeah. I, I, I think they, I, I don't know. Uh, so or interfaith marriages. Right. So she's got quite the, the hill to climb here, but I'm not sure she's capable of climbing it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, this one, you can kind of see the writing on the wall for this one. I think her inability to face the problems, plus her youthfulness, uh, plus some of that stubbornness is, um, and then you, you take those three ingredients and you add it to a country that's not really super well known for its flexibility in culture. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, it's neither here nor there in terms of them. I mean, that's just how it is. That's culturally how it is. Uh, but you put all those three together, those two things together, her little ingredients and his ingredients. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, so Brittany is a 26 year old um, from Florida who is a rapper and a model. Yeah. And she has braces, which yeah. this part really gave me the heebie jeebies. She said the older men love that. Oh my gosh, how creepy was that? I was like, I really wish I could unhear that. Oh, Brittany. So creepy. Oh. So she, and she admitted she has dated up to an 83 year old. Quote unquote dated. Yes, whatever dated means. But she lives with, no, she lives with her dad. um, And, seems to just enjoy photo shoots and rapping. I don't know that her rap skills were all that fantastic, but what do I know? Yes, <laughs> I loved her dad. Yeah, dad was great. It looked like he was kind of holding back tears when they were discussing her move to Jordan. Yeah. So um, I I think I might be more interested in how dad handles this than how Brittany handles it. Uh, (laughs) I have a little bit more like sentimental attachment to the dad 
yeah. as, as a fellow parent, yes. uh, I feel like Brittany's going to crash and burn, oh, uh, but I'm, I'm interested to see how dad handles it. Yeah. Um, and Yazin is 24 and has an engineering degree, but works at the fish market. Yes. Also, he's cute as can be. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's very handsome. He's very handsome. Uh, yeah, I don't. Is the fish market like a family-owned thing, or is that I, just a temporary? That's market? how I. That's how I understood it. That he worked at the fish market with his dad. Yeah. Um, I think Yasin will be all right. I think if he's got a family business that he can get into or, or if he t uses his degree, either way, they're going to be okay. And, and Jordan can be, is a very Western, Westernized country. Like it's very, mm. not Westernized, it's not the right word, but very modern country. And, um, you know, I, I think given the right variables, everything would be fine. But these two, I think are going to you know, this is what TLC lives for, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. And notice they got the most airtime in this episode. They, they, they kept they kept going to their story. Uh, meanwhile, you know, we only got a few minutes of the other couples. So I, I uh, think they're counting on them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Then we saw Jenny and Samit, who are among my all-time favorites. Welcome back, Jenny. And Samit. I love them. I have to tell you. I know Samit is just, I know that he's done some not great things, but I think he is the sweetest man. <laughs> Do you? I just like him. And I think he's fought so hard for his own happiness against what other people have wanted of him. And I just, I just want this to work for him. I want it to be right. And I was so glad to see them back together. I just, I really, and Jenny too. I mean, she just seems to just be smitten with Samit. That's hard to say. She, yes, she uh, really is. She, I mean, she will not give up on him no matter what. I just, I, I just love them. I really, really do like them and I want it to work out. Um, his friends are crazy good looking. Oh, did you happen to notice that? I mean, I'm, a, I'm an old woman. And I've been married a long time. <laughs> and my husband is really good looking too. So I don't, want, I don't want anybody, I don't want anybody to be like, what is going on with that lady, that cougar? Um, but, but I can, but I can look, I can watch the television and say, those are some very handsome young men. And, uh, but I wanted to punch them when they were talking to Samit because they have watched him go through all of this. If they're his friends, they should know his heart. And as near as I can tell, he's being sincere. I, I wonder, I just, I don't fully trust him yet. It's sort of a once bitten, twice shy kind of thing. Um, you know, so the story is Jenny went to India to live with Samit and to be married to him. Oh, uh, wait, there's more of a story. Yes, but found out he was already in an arranged marriage and uh, his family beat down their apartment door and it was this huge drama. She came back to the U.S. after she had sold everything and so she lives with her daughter sleeping on her couch at 61 years old. Yeah. So, um, but she's, so supposedly Samit is in the divorce process with his wife from his arranged marriage mm -hmm. even though it will you know upset his parents which is 
forbidden in Indian culture, as I understand. Yeah. And Jenny's going back to him and they're going to give it another try. And uh, he just, at first he said the divorce would take two months and then he said six months. Uh, so I'm just skeptical. I want to see some paperwork before Jenny gets on the plane. That's all I'm saying. Because they owe you paperwork, Kimberly. Kimberly. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Kimberly. <laughs> uh, they owe you that much. Well. I think his friends made good points uh, apart from what happened last year. I, I, I feel for Samit because I believe him. I can like, I just believe the anguish in his face when he was like, I don't, I didn't want to be married to this person. I was forced to be married because um, I, I just know in that culture, arranged marriages are, that's how it is. And, uh, and it's great for almost everybody, but he just, you know, he, he had a different point of view. And I feel like they're just not ever going to be happy without each other, no matter how many good points his friends made. She's going to be in her 70s when you're only in your 40s. She's going to be, <laughs> she's going to not be able to bear children. He said, well, we're just not going to have children. And, and that's a big ask of somebody his age. And, uh, but I think they're just not going to be happy without each other. I, I think you are right there. Um, and I, I want them to be happy. I just really need him to come through, come through. Yeah. Like you love her, you want to be with her, but this is what yeah. you have to do. So meet this milestone and yeah. then we'll proceed. I, yeah. I feel like he's had his chance. You know, this is his third chance. So let's get it right this time. It's like Reagan trust, but verify. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I like them. I, I, this is one of the few couples that I just really want to see, really, really want to see them succeed. And I can, I can kind of see it maybe. But anyway, we'll see. We got very little Jenny and Samit. So we'll see what happens in the coming weeks, in the next two or three months that we watch them. Um, next, we've got Kenneth and Armando. Kenneth has found the fountain of oh, youth. My Alert. God. <laughs> Alert. Go to Florida, where Kenneth lives, wherever that is. What is happening? find it. He what? is like a time traveler. He is 57 and looks younger than either one of us. Yeah, some people lie about their age to make people think they're younger. Uh, he's lying about his age to make people think he's older. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he he's got to be 25. He's got to be 25. In the world. He barely looks older than his 26-year-old boyfriend. <laughs> right. In the how old he is? I can't remember. <laughs> no, I wrote a, down I wrote down thirty one, but yes, either way, they look the exact same age. It's a twenty six year age difference. So that, that's what it is. Yes, yeah, that's what it is. So, oh my word, that's the first. I was like fifty seven. I even looked at his neck. I was like, <laughs> "There's no wrinkles on his neck." What in the world? What the heck? That guy is amazing. Uh, it it was really incredible. Yes. I, Wow. The whole show was worth it, just watching that. That is a feat of nature. <laughs> True. Anyway, True. all right. So then we meet Sabina, who is his um, realtor. And Sabina really, really loves purple, doesn't she? She has... <laughs> I... She's where... She's about... She's 57, too, but she looks her 57. <laughs> there you go. Well said. <laughs> 
She had that purple hair, purple lips, purple eyeshadow, purple dress, purple necklace. <laughs> Remind me to tell you what happened, when, what I got for wedding gifts, because I like the color purple as well. Oh, that, yes. That's an off-the-air conversation. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, I get a little nervous when other people like purple. I, I, I get a little nervous for them. That's funny. Um, okay, so Kenneth M M met Armando. Armando, for my Spanish-speaking friends. Um, Armando's from Mexico, or, and Kenneth is also Florida, right? No, he's yes, California. Yeah. Oh, he's Florida. Well, Florida. Florida. He traveled to California when they met, is what it was. Uh, okay, so, uh, so he, are, they met on a website for gay parents, gay dads. And uh, they ended up meeting in person and have decided that they, they want to move forward together. Armando's story, Kenneth's story, made me choke up a little bit. Um, because we forget in this whole, you know, the whole conversation about the gay community, we forget that there are people, you know, behind mm -hmm. these stories mm -hmm. and these things that happen to people. You know, these are real life feelings and human beings. And so for him to just be shocked that his parents would love him, it makes me, it makes my heart break a little bit. And uh, same thing with Armando now. I, and I can understand Armando's situation better than I can understand Kenneth's situation because I'm Hispanic too. Mm -hmm. And I'm not Mexican, but I, you know, have grown up in the Latin world and uh, I'm Cuban. So it's different cultures, but lots that we share a lot of the same values and so i totally understand how uh, how uh, armando's family <laughs> would have reacted the way they did to him um and it makes me so sad that that there was that he was married for eight years to a woman and it makes me sad that he felt like he had to get married um because of her certainly because of him hiding himself but because then here's another person that was involved. Right. And you know what I mean? And she didn't ask for to be, have her heart broken. Um, and his story was very, very tragic. You know, he, he married for eight years and then they got divorced and then his, I guess they were still friends and she died in a car accident and he still got this beautiful, beautiful little girl. Oh my gosh. How pretty was she? Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. She was so pretty. Um, I, I just watching him deal with his family just made my heart break. It just makes me sad. It just makes me sad. There, I, I said agree. It. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, you know, he, he said that he was laying on the beach and just hoped that something would come eat him so that this would all end. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know if that's technically suicidal or not, but it just, my heart broke Passive for him. Suicidal. Yes. Um, it was so sad. Uh, so, but then he also had to kind of relive it all when he went to his sister to come out and tell her that he was gay, that he was moving. Yes. I mean, that's a lot for one conversation at the ice cream stand, you know? It's a lot. And that's, and that's even before he had to t he talked to his mother who we haven't seen yet that conversation. Right. Let me just tell you this. Let me backtrack a second. He taught his English is impeccable. It's Absolutely. So good. And his sister also. Um, yes. He said he learned it by watching American television. And uh, incidentally, that's among the ways that I learned how to speak English was watching television. By the way, by the by. Fun fact. Fun, fun fact. fact. 
Um, but what I took away from his conversation with his sister was, of course, there was so much pain. It's just heartbreaking. But mostly that I think she should audition for a Mexican telenovela. <laughs> the eyelashes alone would <laughs> land her the part. She was the way she's, but you probably, you've never seen a Mexican telenovela. Probably. I, only as like parody, you know, not as a, not by it, choice those, and planning. Those parodies are exactly what they're like. <laughs> they, are, they speak in this, you know, they just have this, you know, this, this way, this cadence of just speaking and the drama that comes out of their mouths. And this, that's how this young girl was speaking. And I was just like, this girl is ripe for a good old Telemundo Mexican telenovela. You should be their, their <laughs> casting agent. There we go. There we go. But she was very sweet. I was, I, I thought it was nice that she said, I'm sorry that uh, how I reacted all those years ago. And she under, like, she understood his pain finally. Yes. Which was and just so lovely. You know, it was because he loves him. You love your family. Your family mm -hmm. can hurt you, you know, short of, short of abuse, your family can hurt you. and You're still going to love them. Right. And, but you it's know, it's so, so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I found it interesting. Their Spanish was so beautiful, but then they would just throw in English like yeah. you and I are talking. Their English was as smooth as their Spanish, yeah. but it really, um, it was, I thought it was a really beautiful moment to be honest. I, I've had somebody come out to me before in a, in a similar situation that was emotionally charged. And, yeah. um, it's, I don't want to say heartbreaking, but it's very emotional. There's a lot of emotions with it. And so I, I thought it was a really, um, touching. It was a sweet theme. moment. It was yes. sweet. like the reconciliation was just great. And for yes. him to know she loves me and you know, uh, it, for who I am. And then he was like, also I'm moving four hours away with a man, 26 years older than I am from America. Right. We'll I'd be like, later. yeah. Can I get an ice cream cone to go? And you tell mom, see ya. Oh, yeah. Also I'm taking Hannah. I'm taking Hannah. Away. Oh yeah. That too. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I thought it was a, I thought it was a lovely segment. I, I just, um, I just am so sad that that they that they had to go through any kind of pain or heartbreak at the hands of another person yeah you know because who was that person to say anything about somebody else so um okay ariella and i think it was vinyam but we didn't get to meet him yet yeah um, but everybody calls him baby oh really i missed that yeah that's what that's what i heard um oh, i missed that and Robert on Pillow Talk, he was like, no way, he's a grown man. I'm not calling him baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree. So whatever his name is, he's from Ethiopia. And Ariella is from Princeton, New Jersey. Princeton, New Jersey. Let me tell you what I think about Ariella. I, now, I know it's first impression and things can change. And I reserve the right to change my mind. But I already do not like this girl. <laughs> I don't like her. What don't you like about her? Um, I, I re it really rubbed me the wrong way when she said that she and her mom went to Argentina. I think it was Argentina. It was. Uh, yeah. When she was 17 and she refused to come home. She's 17. Yeah. 
You're so not going to refuse anything at 17 because right. you're still a minor little girl. Get on the plane. Right. We're going home. Get on the plane. And so she stayed. That that's insanity. Yes. I, I don't, I don't care for that kind. I just, no, I don't, I'm not interested in that. So really, really run me the wrong way. And um, so she got, she was married to somebody else for, I think seven or eight years. Like um, 10, 10 years, years, didn't she? 10 years. Yeah, yeah. 10 years. And That's she's only time. 28. So she's been married yeah. for 10 years already. So, so then she gets divorced and she's like, Hey, Ethiopia is nice and cheap. Let me go check it out. Uh, which listen, if you're single, you've got the money to travel. I think it's fantastic. I wish I had done more of that when I was single. Um, but she goes to Ethiopia and instead of kind of exploring the country, she meets this cute guy, uh, and gets pregnant immediately. Yeah. That seems irresponsible to me. Uh, you can call me judgy, but <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to call it, it's her fault for being irresponsible. I think, I, well, certainly on both of their, for, on both their parts, but it just seems irresponsible to get pregnant. Yes. In, so in, when you're a I've, world away. Yes. I've done a little digging on her, not, not a deep dive, but enough to find that she's a freelance writer, which I hear she's unemployed. Um, <laughs> and her father, she works part time for her father's uh, cardiologist practice. Okay. So what I, how I interpret all that is that sister here has been wealthy her whole life yep. with little to no consequences for her actions. Yep, that's exactly and right. Has found herself in a situation now um, that. That it, to me, that's kind of a result of that. Yeah, I uh, agree. Of, of poor uh, consequence kind of parenting. Right. And I agree. Now she's, so that's all just a very big assumption. I could end up in a few weeks wanting to I'll be your her. best friend. Yes. But right exactly now, right. I think Ariella is a poor little rich girl. And Agreed. 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 Um, I'm anxious to meet Vinyam. Vinyam, I think that's his name. I can't. I, I, I like it. It was all phonics. I couldn't tell because they didn't put his yes, name. Yes, agree. His name up, so I don't know. Um, he was very handsome. He was very cute, but uh, we don't know anything about him at all. No, um, so. but she. So she plan, She came back to America after she found out, or around the time she found out she was pregnant, and she's going to go back to Ethiopia in time to deliver her baby. Hey, P.S., have you ever been to the OB and had the OB himself come out and get you for your exam? No, ma'am. <laughs> at the practices that you and I go to, we're like six people removed from the actual <laughs> obstetrician. You know, there's the receptionist, the lab tech. Insurance the, guy, yep, the whole yep, thing. The first nurse, the second nurse, the nurse yep. that, um, but yep. no, not the OB himself. Yeah so funny it was like hey oh. you're right and then and the ob he's the one that did the um he did the uh the sonogram himself didn't he do a sonogram or was it just for the heartbeat oh i'm i'm not sure I remember I so can't. anyway so they were like hey uh we just want to let you know that uh she's flying back to ethiopia she's 
32 weeks pregnant. Do you know how pregnant that is? That's that is so like pregnant. Two months from delivery. That's the point where you start waddling. That's the waddle point. Yes. And can that, you imagine being that far in your pregnancy in Africa? Africa is hot. <laughs> okay. Yes. Also, it's a when I traveled to Africa, I traveled to Uganda, which is right next to Ethiopia, and it was 14 hours. Oh, mercy. Okay. With the, it was 14 hours, and then we had a pit stop, and then we had another four-hour flight the next day. It was a nightmare, and I was not seven and a half months pregnant. And I mean, if I were her doctor in America, I would be concerned about blood clots. You know, absolutely. There's, you know, her circulation and uh, air oh pressure, God. and oh, I don't. Why won't she have the baby here so the baby will be an American citizen? Well, she wants she wants him to be there. She wants him to be uh, well of the birth. I get it. I get it. It just I, if she had made that decision, why was it not done before she was seven and a half months pregnant? And she's still not leaving tomorrow. She's still, you know, it's her trip is still a little bit, a couple of weeks away. Right. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned I'm, for her health. I, this yeah. is her first baby. And yeah. because it's her first, you have no data on how the delivery could even possibly go. You know, yeah. every delivery is a little different, but. Well, uh, in the preview for next week, you see them intubating her. Yes. Which is scary. Yes. So I, I suspect she is alive and well, since we have a whole season of her. <laughs> definitely. I definitely hope so. You know, I hope I'm all wrong. I hope this is a oh, yeah. wonderful daisies and rainbows experience for her. Absolutely. I mean, I had a wonderful childbirth experience, but I was very comfortable in my posh hospital room yes. in Birmingham. <laughs> You yes, know exactly. Uh, I get it. So listen. I mean, I can, I can, I, I, I can criticize this woman all day long. I'm not, I'm not in her shoes. Um, I just can only talk about what I've seen, and what I've seen is she's incredibly irresponsible. Yeah, uh, all the way around. But she, we may love her. I don't know. We may love her, and we may love Vinyam. I mean, we may think he's the greatest thing ever and worth every minute of all of this. I hope so. Uh, I hope yeah. so. You know, we were talking earlier about wanting some happy endings and yeah. uh, maybe, maybe this is it. I would love it. I would love it. I I'm anxious to meet him because we didn't get to meet him. We got to meet everybody else. Yeah. And so who else do we still have to meet? What other couples? We have Devin and Jihoon from Devin a previous Jihoon. season. Yeah. Is right. This... Or are they happily ever after? No, they're this season. They're, okay. they're here. They're the other way. Cause she's, she moved over there. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know who we have left. Honestly, when the 90 day franchise runs all their shows at the same time, I get confused. I would almost rather have before the 90, uh, you know, than happily ever after the other yes. way. Like, so every year that going. you know that in, you know, in January, you're going to get this and yes, in like, March, you're going to get this. Yeah. Yes. Keep it going. But when they run it at the same time, I just mix up what I'm watching and who's on what. Agreed. Um, because Agreed. we, I, I can't even remember the date now, but we do have 90 Day Fiance happily ever after starting this month, yep. I believe. Next um, week. Oh, okay. We'll see. There you go. 
next week. Next and week that will feature Angela and Michael. Yep. And I don't know who else. <laughs> I don't know who else either. I'm trying to find, while we're talking, I was trying to find out who the rest of the cast is. But for the life of me, I can't find it. But like I said before, don't worry. We, everybody listening out there, we'll figure it out and we'll watch it. You just listen and sit there and look pretty. We'll entertain you. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, we've done it. We finished another episode. And I guess we will chat next week. Um, I think our schedule is going to change a little bit because next week starts not only are we going to have a Sunday night show, but we're going to have a Monday night show. Yes. Yes. So we're always going to have to record on Tuesday instead of being able to record on Mondays. Right. All right, everybody. Kim, great to talk to you as always. Super fun to talk to you as well. And uh, uh, Hey, if you need us, we'll be watching TV. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.